Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of Feel Good Habits with one of my very favorite people uh, in real life and on this podcast, the brilliant Trini Woodall. Oh, what a dream she is. I always get so much out of the time I spend with her, even if it's on a video call, which is what you're going to hear today. Just before we get into Feel Good Habits, I am dropping in to say that um, there are some pings, some, some pings during this episode, and I did try to troubleshoot uh, via a video call with Trini how to turn them off. And we agreed after a while because they just kept going off despite everything that we tried, which is like, well, do we do we keep fiddling around with this or do we just start recording? So apologies if you find it distracting. She's a busy lady. She gets a lot of emails, as you can tell. So you will hear a few pings during the course of this episode, but I hope it doesn't take away from her very brilliant feel-good habits. And also, Trini really did put me on the spot. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> you can imagine my face when she said, right, Emma, stand up and let's do this. So look forward to that bit. It's a pleasure to welcome her back, the brilliant, brilliant Trini Woodall, sharing her feel-good habits on The Emma Gunn Show. The excellent Trini Woodall is back. Hello. Hello, darling. How are you? I am so, so, do you know what? I'm now laughing. Listeners, we're doing this on a video call and I can see that Trini is wearing one of her Trini pots on her ring. And I actually saw you were pictured in the paper recently and you were wearing it then and I thought she's so on brand. Oh, because you know what I do this morning and this morning are very careful not to, you know, brand anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't talk about anything to do with your own brand, which I never do, even though there's a few things they let other people do, which will remain nameless. But so <laughs> I, I always wear this ring because I always wear big rings. And after a while, um, yes, I remember the editor said, Trin, you can't, just can't wear that ring. And I was like, why not? And he goes, well, um, oh, fuck. Okay. So he goes, um, well, because it's like, you know, it's an ad for your brand. And I go, darling, it's the ring on me. You know, I, I really, I'm very happy to give up fashion on, on this morning, but this is my ring. This is me. Mm-hmm. I always wear big rings. People can make what, of it what they will. So it wasn't talked about again. And <laughs> I'm wearing it one day and Eamon goes, Trini, what's that ring on your finger? What is that thing on your finger? And I go, it's my makeup brand, Trini London, Eamon. Afterwards, <laughs> Martin the editor was like, but I was asked, so I had to say. Yeah, um, you couldn't lie. Say, so, oh, it's just a, 
And it's the thing I'm asked most about because lots of people, when I do a live, and I did do 120 of them for Christmas. I don't know if I sent you one. Yes, you did. And you never wear it. Do you, know, do you know how many people want, want one of those rings? Do you know how many of my customers are so desperate for that ring? And I gave it to press who hardly wear it. Next time, I will never give anything to press. I think you should always give surprise and delight KLM moments to your customers and forget the press. I agree with you. And also, uh, in my defense, I have quite short fingers. And I did have, I mean, I admire his music. Because I know so many people who want it and it costs 300 pounds, that ring. Crivens. Yeah, because it's solid silver. So if you don't want it, please send it back because I can find it many a good home. And I'm actually going to make them. So I'm doing something at Christmas, which is really fabulous. I can't really talk about but But as a result of that thing I'm doing, I will be able to make rings that will give you more than one thing. It's going to be very fun. Oh, yeah. very exciting. Yeah, I have a touch of the um, Elton John's. Admire him, though I do, when I wear anything bigger than a fine band. Okay. And then, that brings me Why back to what to the Elton Johns. Explain that to me. How did you get from that to? Does it mean he has short, stubby fingers and a small willy? Is that what you're inferring? I have no idea what Sir Elton Johns like. I just mean that. Yeah, it's Liberace. It's like short, stubby fingers with big jewelry on. Yeah, but I, and I just. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Elton John. I don't. I don't mix in his circles. Though I have been to his house twice. But I just imagine him swearing. Well, you went in. You went in the back door, did you, darling? I was in the back garden, in all fairness. <laughs> okay, we won't even go there. But I know what you're saying is some people who believe that if they have a, a, a shorter finger, they shouldn't wear a big ring. And also, this brings me back to one of my Christmas presents many moons ago, which was the uh, Trini and Susanna book, where I wanted to wear cuffs yeah. because I wanted to I wanted to look like Trini, but I had to do what Susanna did because I am more in line with Susanna's body shape. And but, you had to yeah. roll them up. I, I cuffs as in I wanted to do you know big sort of uh, big bangly ones, cuffs, yeah. big thick ones, and I and instead I had to choose a delicate fine bracelet, which was which is hard because I wanted the cuffs. Darling, but you're a delicate fine bracelet woman, lady, lady. Yeah. Thank you, I, I appreciate that. But um, you're back on the show, and I am so pleased that you're going to share your feel good habits because. You are, and actually, even just doing this video call, listeners, seeing Twinny's face <laughs> makes me smile because the majority of the time when I engage with Twinny, it's because I tune into one of her lives and they are just such good, positive energy. So I have no doubt that your feel-good habits are going to be delightful, useful, okay. and helpful. All right. So what's the context of this? Because I haven't read the memo. So basically, is this <laughs> like what makes me feel good on a daily basis? Yeah, so I started this particular series at the yeah. beginning of lockdown because I think we we're all a bit confused and a bit like, oh gosh, well, time is, feels very different. And it's basically the strategies you might use to stop a bad morning turning into a bad day or a bad day turning into a bad week. Or maybe you get to the afternoon and everyone that you've spoken to so far that day has been a complete okay. arsehole. Oh, and you need to shake okay. that off. Number one, Great. I don't like it here, it's downstairs. It's an Australian brand called Subtle Energies, okay? And it's a spray, and it's a spray which is like, mm -hmm. give good energy. And I literally, I can be here, and I just go, Shh, I'm doing this with a moth spray, so I'm not going to do it properly. Shh, sh, 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 sh. And I've got a swivel chair, so I just around, and I 
encapsulate no i i embrace my i cocoon myself in this yes. wonderful very because i don't like sweet sweet smells but it really first of all it wakes up my brain and it wakes, yeah don't yeah, worry i will my brain. i will say to okay, listen that you're gonna say. wakes up my brain and then i just feel very good now if i have a particularly this happens so rarely, but I'm going to mention it because it's a weirdy woo-woo one. Is um, God, I got ten of these. I just don't. Know, I'm, they're coming out of my brain, and I just don't know what to do. But okay, I had somebody come into my my space here, which you viewers you can't see. Emma might put this on YouTube, but basically, this is my space where I work, and it's got all my clothes, and it's got a huge desk, which I only got three months into lockdown from Habitat, two hundred and ten pounds. Before that, I was against a tiny dressing room table with no legroom effing insane okay but now everything is spread out on new product <laughs> development or products rails of clothing but i had somebody come into this very special space and they um were a friend of mine's child and they wanted help with something the child they're like in their 40s but they walked in the door and they had a really negative energy emma and i'm funny about negative energy because mm. i experience it very rarely in my life but when i do i really know it's in the room I just know it. I can sniff it out. Like, like, like if I'm in a big room, I can, I can sniff out the woman who needs my help the most. And I can also tell who's got the most negative energy. So um, they came and they sat down, they talked to me. And when they left, I felt, oh my God, I have to get the energy out the room. And this makeup artist, one of our makeup artists called Sasha had given me this little box for my birthday. And in it, I remembered was some sage and a few little stones, which I have by my by my um, desk, a little yellow citrine, which I love. And I thought, okay, so I burnt the sage and then I nearly set the house on fire. But anyway, I burnt the sage around the room. And the last time I'd done it was in a house that I had to sell because I was raising money for Trini London. But when I lived in it for the three years, I loved living in it. Um, and one day I might buy it back again. Uh, a woman had died in the house, not badly. She was a lovely piano teacher, but she died in the house. And I just felt somebody said, sage the house, you know, and I thought, okay, sage the house. And I just remember afterwards, just the psychological thing of doing that made me feel, yes, this is now my space. I've taken it back. So, so that was great. Did that. And I know I did it once before in the office. I had one person that I felt was really not benefiting the business and I made a decision. She did something really reproachable. Um, and my CEO and I decided she should part ways with us. And when she left and everyone that day had left, I saged the whole office and I saged her desk and I saged everything. So I wanted that energy out of the office, out of our lives. So it's like that, that to me is an important thing. And it seems you know, silly, and it might just seem something a druidy thing might do. But a lot of these things, you know, some are physical and some are physical slash emotional. So that's my second one. Just let me unpick that a little bit because sometimes, no, I I love it, but I'm sort of like, okay, let's flip it. What if you're in that space where you're the negative energy? Um, and I know that, that that doesn't seem like your character, but you know, sometimes... I feel like I radiate. If I'm fundamentally on some level yeah. not very happy, people will sniff it out. And you talked about being able to yeah. sniff it out in other people. But how do you make sure that you don't bring a negative energy into a space? Um, it's a very good question, that. I think that I can bring a critical energy into the space, but never a negative energy, actually, because I cannot bear negativity. So I really, it's not something I can't bear and I, 
therefore have it myself in spades, something I can't bear. And um, I think it's just, it brings nothing to life. So I just do not have it in my life, but I can be critical. So if something isn't going right and I'm feeling I'm losing the control over a project and it's not going the right direction, I can then just say, guys, what the fuck are you doing? This isn't right, fix it. That's not negative energy, that's critiquing, but tough. And I can be that. And I can be that with my team when I think mm. things are going in the wrong direction and they're like a derailed train and they need to be stopped. Um, generally, it happens less and less, but there are still occasions where I'll say, hey, team, you know, I know you spent months on this. And what I'll do is I'll try and preempt now. So I know you spent months on this. I know you put a lot of hard work into this, but it's a shit show. So we've got to fix it. Okay. Whereas before I might have walked in the room and said, this is a goddamn shit show. So um, my CMO, <laughs> Shira, has taught me, Trini, if you can top and tail a little bit, that will help. Because she said, you know, you're a huge influence on everyone who works in the business. Sometimes you forget the influence you have on everyone. And you must, you know, that's so So it's very good. It's very good to learn from people that you have employed to help you with your business, to learn from them and see things from another perspective. Yeah, that there's called a shit yes, sandwich, Trini. Shit sound <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Um, okay, let's have one of yours. Oh, one of mine. Well, my my I start the day off all the time okay. with exercise. And that's your kind of that's your, that's okay. my barometer. If I and I have to like recently, for example, I had a terrible yeah. migraine that just lingered, and I'm talking like a six-day yeah. linger situation. And I just wasn't like, I was doing my workouts, but it was really taking yeah. it out of me. And so I had to last week get up in the morning and instead of going, right, I'm going to do that body weight exercise and yeah. go for it with a hit training. I had to think, right, is actually what I need today? Is it really gentle mm -hmm. yoga or is it a really slow walk that walk without thinking about pace or distance, just go outside. So I try <laughs> to, I try to be really good at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you yeah, exercise in the but morning. But I don't see that as a key component. The next one I'm going to mention is a is a blatant product placement but it's one i'm so so excited by that it's a it's an integral part because also i've been using this for six months and i know how much it helps me so i the one thing i do suffer from emma is stress and when i get stressed you know i'm a real my fight or flight cortisol you know that stress releasing hormone is like with me like this and and you know i'm very much somebody really aware i don't want adrenal burnout and that's something that, you know, if anything were to happen to me, it would be that. So about, you know, two years ago, I started looking into how can I deal with stress in different ways. And that's when I started properly doing meditation, which I do with um, with uh, Sanjay, who we do. I did these ones during lockdown, but also I, I do them uh, recordings of his. So that's something. But stress on the face affected me a lot because even though I've been Botoxed to the hilt, um, since I was 35, when I'm stressed, cortisol's released on my face and it gives it gives me that wizened, you know, I, I wish now we were on YouTube, we might be later, but it's like, you know, it's like you feel, you know, first of all, hydration disappears because I think when you use a lot of cortisol, you, you lose your hydration in your body. So that happens. And yeah. um, so I then started researching what can neutralize cortisol. What ingredient can neutralize cortisol? Because I want to put that into a product and I want it to be really high levels. So then I researched and I came across 
neurofrolling, all right, which is something that is an ingredient that neutralizes cortisol production. And so cortisol sits right on the epidermis of your skin because so many skincare things, you know, they need to go right deep to work or you need to be channeling them or you need to have prescription. So the interesting thing is cortisol's there. It's literally there. So let's get something to go for it. So I then looked at how high I could put in because I like, I like high active <laughs> levels, all right? So I um, then saw all the research. And there's a lot of um, scientific documentation. So 1% of cortisol in a product, um, you know this from skincare, it's like 1% of retinol, what does it do? But 1% does this. It reduces stress on your skin by 65%. And 2% does it by this. So I said, I want 10%. And they went, look, nobody does 10%. And I said, I want 10%. And I want to see if I can stabilize it and do 10%. And I also want, I also want, I want to <laughs> C and I want something really good to help with um, HEB light because this was also, um, you know, we were just, I, I'm on the phone. You know, I was looking at my battery time on my, you know, you can see how much of your time you're on the screen. I'm on the screen a lot. And I feel yeah. that saps away. Mm -hmm. And, the, you know, the free radicals are jumping. They're literally jumping off your screen and going, yeah. Um, so I want something to fight those fuckers. Excuse my friend. And then I wanted um, plumping. So I wanted hyaluronic. But I wanted this all to be in something that would be like a tinted serum. So anyway, two years later, 22nd of September, we launched BFF De-Stress. It is. Uh -huh. I mean, I'm going to put it on for you now because I've got a bit on. But what happens? I mean, it, I'm so... I'm as excited by this as I was by the whole launch of Trinity London because it's like there's nothing. You know, like when you know. I mean, how many products have I tried, Emma? I've tried like 10,000 products. Okay? A gazillion. Nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing on the market. So when people talk about it, our foundation with active ingredients, active bullshit functional levels. Okay. It's like, really, seriously, it's like, how can you really say when you've got like probably in that inky list, maybe 4% of something in there? 16% of active ingredients are in here. 16%, which is really high. So anyway, there's my color. I wear Lucy. So you put oh. it on. And this is this is what the I'm sorry, I'm just like this, I can't, I cannot contain my levels of so, so Trini, you're in a safe space. I'm not going so to I stop. I put this it on, though. I put it on over BFF because that has the SPF 30. So I put this on. And it is, it can build up to a really beautiful finish. So it can build up to like a foundation finish. But if you put one level on, it's like Ooh. a really lovely tinted moisturizer, okay? And immediately, because you've got hyaluronic acid in it, two different size molecules, you get that plumping. But then what happens? After two, I do like a multi-molecular so weight. two hours, the neuroferrolene wakes up and goes, hi. Where's the cortisol? Let's neutralize it. And it starts working. So I can do a picture of now of my skin. I'll do a picture in two hours of my skin. So I we gave it to 300 women. You know, when you do those consumer trials, you know the interesting thing about consumer trials, they never say to you, you know, when it says like latest launches we both have seen, 93%, 93% of women say blah, blah, blah. Okay. What I think to myself is we forget how interesting that is if you knew the real stuff behind it, not the pumping up of how they make these things. So with these women, they didn't know what brand it was. They didn't know how much it cost. You know, they didn't know it for shit. So they got the tube. It was covered up. They had to say immediately what they felt. They had to say after a day. And because 
now this is where this is where you'll understand this but i want to say it and i want to see how mm. well you understand it so in the day when you produce a ton of cortisol your body is having to fight it okay so if you've got a product on your face that's neutralizing it by the time you get to the evening you can't produce melatonin until your cortisol has been sorted because cortisol levels keep you awake fight or flight aren't they so only when they're mm-hmm. do you then start to produce the melatonin and you get to sleep so what happens is because it's dealt with that it's not dealing with the cortisol inside your body for there i would take like adrenal plus or something but it's dealt with that so it means on your skin level on your face level when you sleep your body is spending all its time regenerating your skin without having first to go through the repairing of getting rid of and neutralizing that cortisol so over a month you'll think my skin's looking better why and it's because during the night when you sleep it's got more time to get your skin amazing which is our body is the most amazing healing thing more than anything you know so that's it mm. that's it in a nutshell so anyway these women so, so these women these women cuz you know it's like every day i had on a live screen there were women putting the comments in and so i just i just spent my day for the last month loving and they were like you know the comments were cuz the thing is when you when you give birth to something emma you 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 know i'm so excited by this but i want other people to feel the love and when you then see the comments coming through and you feel the love is in the room so that's what it is mm. um that's what it is so i'm very excited so that for me i'm sorry it took so long to describe it and took up screen time on that but that for me is is the ascetic thing that will deal with anything so if i haven't slept very well and i look really tired and stressed already because i haven't really managed to neutralize that cortisol overnight because i'm feeling the tension in my face and hb light is is being constantly on me this is actually an incredible skincare makeup hybrid and i'll put that on all day and my skin is like even ross who works in my office who who's can be quite stressed lovely rossy but he's been using it and loves skincare and he's like trying this thing is amazing and i'm like yes ross yes are we excited um so that's that one okay that's that one so wait, so just a quick question about that when you set out to make it and you were thinking about a, um yeah. a cortisol did you know when you were putting together something topical that was a skincare makeup hybrid that one of the benefits of it would be that you would actually amplify the body's own regeneration, regenerative properties and abilities during the night because of what you'd done on it in the day? Or was that a delightful surprise during the I testing process? I knew that um, if we produced too much cortisol and we didn't deal with it, like by taking supplements to help with our adrenals and topically there really had never not been anything out there that would do this so i did know because i've done a lot of analysis on how our skin repairs itself when we sleep but in a way yes i would say once we had all the um in vitro testing back and all the the kind of understanding how the because the thing is for ages it was could i have this many actives in a product and keep it stable so that was my big thing and then when we found out we could and then we started testing it um and we knew that that would be scientifically what could happen so um then for me i mean i've just you know i have been even though for many lockdown has been a place like we were saying earlier of reflection for me it's been a place of acceleration because i've worked i've never worked harder as i have during lockdown so there have been days when i you know work from 7 till 9 at night for 3 weeks in a row with a sunday off and 
and I've been looking all right. And the only reason I've been looking all right is this bloody de-stress. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you know, I do, I do my machines and everything, but it's this. Like when I do a thing and I'm in the Zoom and people go, Trini, your skin looks it. And I'm thinking, it's just a de-stress, but I can't talk about it yet. <laughs> I can almost feel the relief in the fact that you yes, can talk about it now. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited. So excited, Emma. It's a lovely idea, and like just just going back to it a little bit as well, because I'm now really <laughs> I'm curious. Gonna, I'm going to say <laughs> when. <laughs> thank you very much. We um, when did you find out about where cortisol sits in the skin? Because that to me is really interesting it that it's right sits on, on the, the epidermis. Because um, when I was looking for ingredients that would neutralize cortisol, and I, I and I also knew that I wanted to put it in something with pigment, and I thought, well, pigment on the skin so these mm. these you know things that i've got how much will they have to need to break through as it were the pigment because you know even though it's light the pigment even though it's light you want everything to penetrate through so all the ingredients i've got the ones that need to penetrate are the right molecules to get through everything and, and the cortisol neutralizer sits on the top and deals with what's come right out of your pores so it kind of just ended up working a treat <laughs> lightning in a bottle some might say now um was there another question i was going to quickly ask you about was it bff de-stress um no i think what i'm going no i am going to no i am going to ask you about bff de-stress i because right i have in the last few years become really fascinated by the geekery, by the, by yeah, the science yeah. of skincare, which I never appreciated in all my years on magazines as a yeah. beauty journalist. It would be the part of the presentation where I yeah. would glaze over because it was too difficult. And now I find it yeah. utterly fascinating. Were you a geek beforehand or is it since you've been developing products that you've really got excited by the um, science of skincare and, and I've makeup been development? A geek for about 10 years. Um, so my geekiness this year means that I've been doing a few courses on ingredients um, because there is, you know, more to come from Trinity London. Um, and um, and I want to be very innovative. So I'm, I, I've always looked at the back of, of lists of things and thought, it's like why I think I'm so dismissive of high street brands like sort of Vichy and Clarins and all these other brands I just like they won't do that much I mean for some people it's definitely enough and it's a step up from um from doing nothing but I just think for what budget you have and what you want to do with your skin because I think what's happened with skincare over the years is we've gone from all buying from one brand or at least I because I'm 56 Emma so my I, I remember that defining moment that I went to Lord and Taylor in New York because my mother never bought me any skincare product in my life I went to Lord and Taylor and I'll tell you how old I was I was 14 with terrible acne and it was 1978 okay and Clinique literally I think had just launched and it was like this sort of thing that went across and it was like a computer in the in the in the store. It was incredible. And yeah, and there the was three a three-step step routine, and it was like these toners, you know, the acid stripper toner. And I was like, oh my God. That was the first routine I bought. And I spent all my money that I got for that trip mm. in that store at Clinique buying those products. And 
from that moment, I was hooked because I had a, a parent who really didn't understand how to deal with very, very spotty teenager. She was Scottish, never wore makeup and didn't know. So from a young age, it was my own journey. I went from one dermatologist to another that my mother would pay for and they did nothing. And they all, and I kept thinking, I know it's around my food. I know it's around what I'm eating. And they kept saying, no, oxytetracycline, minocin, you know, all these drugs, drugs, drugs for like seven years. Um, so I, it's like I then probably from maybe when I went on a Rakuten and then I. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com was really so from that moment at 29 I looked at the back of every single bottle I thought what's in it and what's it doing and I and I really you know would analyze the backs of bottles yeah so I think I've always had it there and I've always felt you know when women ask on lies they ask you this a lot what shall I use and what I started doing now is saying well what are you using and what do you think it's doing for you and I'll tell you if I think it's working on your skin so what are you using what do you think your skin is like and I'll tell you if I think it's worth it working when I do those lies, I'll have two and a half thousand comments on from people, <coughs> and um, we answer every single comment. You must go through phone yeah, batteries like nothing, like else. nothing But else. I do think it's important, and I think that things like The Ordinary as a brand, what that did is it made women wake up to all these ingredients and then many influencers started and then people started talking a lot about ingredients and everyone wanted to sound more knowledgeable than the last person. So they made it like it was this big, you know, they were, they were wanting to debunk the mystery, but it became so complicated. And I think where women are at now is they're like, what shall I layer over what, you know, what shall I layer over what, um, do I do this before this? Do I need this in my routine? Do I not this, need this in my routine? And so there's many opportunities to buy singular, really good ingredients. Do you need them or do you want to buy an all-in-one serum, which is a trend at the moment? Or do you not need that and you should go back? You know, it's like it's very confusing now for people. There's lots of people people can follow. There's people like yourself and Nadine and Caroline and, you know, um, Sally Hughes and India Knight. There's these people of, of our generation who are, are really, you know, have the knowledge and spent the time. And, and some set, tell it really straight and some tell it with great science and you have to keep up with the science, you know. So I kind of think that the majority of women, you either have a real 
knowledgeable expert who's had a bad skin problem and that's why she's become an expert but if you have a woman who's had pretty mm. good skin and then suddenly she hits 40 and she's confronted with something on her skin that wasn't there before that's the woman most in a quandary because she's had to start this journey in her 40s and think what do I do and it's those women who I think actually need the most help because they're like, where do I start mm. as this 40-year-old woman? You know, I remember Susanna. You know, Susanna would have three glasses of wine, not take her makeup off. We'd be filming around the world. She'd wake up with skin like a baby's bottom. And I would, like, be doing a ritualistic thing as, as she was, like, lying on the bed saying, Trini, really? Because we'd share a room in the early days. You take so long to get ready for the bed. And I go, I have to because I had acne for 30 years or 20 years. And, and I just got in this ritual. But then Susanna woke up in her 40s late 40s, like texting, Trini, I need something. There's things under my eyes. Trini, I got a menopause spot. You know, it's like suddenly it was, what do I do? Um, yeah. So no, that's a really interesting point about if you've just, whatever you've put on your skin has been fine. And then all of a sudden you're having to troubleshoot and you've never looked at the back of a product. You've never thought about ingredients. It's a tsunami yeah. of information. It is. It really is. And I think there is a simpler way and it will all be revealed. But in the meantime, I think in the meantime, what I think is very important for women to do. And I think it's a really interesting time this time that we've we've been through COVID and we've stayed at home and we've kind of on one hand been more nurturing of ourselves, which I think is lovely because we've had the time kind of we have the time and not have the time because, you know, you spend the time being, you know, the mother, the nanny, the housekeeper, the cook, the cleaner upper, the nagger, whatever. But there's also weirdly been this time where you can just think, mm, look in the mirror um, and just think, what do I actually want to do? Clean out your cupboard. Who do I want to be when I dress? How do I want to feel? And I think that's been really a great um, learning curve for women but so like on Trinity London for the first two weeks I was thinking oh my goodness what's going to happen and then our business just um, exploded actually during COVID you know I hired another 14 people I didn't put anyone on furlough um, we're now 100 people in the business um, our audience has doubled and it's and I thought to myself, it's really interesting because women are at home. They're not going out to parties and whatever, but they're, you know, a lot of the films I, I've um, done have just been about how we look at ourselves and think, who do we want to be? You know, and, and is it time to rethink things? You know, and it, that is a good time to rethink. Do I want to do a heavy base? Do I think that heavy black eyeliner? We've had these conversations before is actually aging me as opposed to softening me. Do I need to line my lips with such aggression or shall I be softer on myself? Um, you know, you know, really looking at that, what colors suit me? Um, and I think then because lots of them were waiting, you know, to come to Trinity London or come to a shop near them, they just then, because we started doing virtual appointments, which we still do. And, and you know, we did, I, I launched them and we did, we, we took 3,000 people that day, booked the appointments, you know, and since then it's been quite crazy. I've had to hire a lot more makeup artists. So was that essentially like the match to me? But yeah, match to me, but a... you could, you could, you know, pay 35 pounds, redeem against products and you do it. We still do them and we do so many of them and people around the world, because only 60% of our audience is UK. Um, you know, from Australia to America, they're having virtual appointments. And I just love the fact that at any moment of the day, somebody is on a Zoom with a lovely person saying, all right, darling, let's rethink your routine. What do you want? You know, I just, I love that. I like, 
there's an inter- and we're so digressing here, but I love talking to you about anything. It's fine. But my, um, <laughs> my CMO, which is my marketing woman, you know, she likes to say, what's our North Star matrix? With new customer acquisition. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I get that. But my North Star matrix is um, how can I make as many women as possible feel really good about themselves. That's always really been my North Star Matrix. And it's been in very many different guises, some which have been edited by other people. But now I have the opportunity that it's totally me. And and in a way, what happened during COVID is like the stack became the sort of baton that one woman passed to another. So our Trini tribes, which are now like these communities on Facebook, there's 33 of them in 13 countries. There's 40,000 members. They've been so unbelievable as women supporting each other during uh, staying at home, lifting each other up, sharing films on everything. But this community of women, you know, and maybe what started the conversation was me or the makeup. But it's that is that is the most exciting thing that I could do and think, what have I what's the mark I've left on life is I've I've got Mm -hmm. women to feel really to to want to lift up other women and to have a forum by which they can do that and be drawn to it you know um and it's so that's been that's been one of the most remarkable things during covid for me is is speaking to all those women and and you know every day i do lives and i just call people in from around the world i'd have i have this wonderful one with this woman in america and i never knew what was going to hit me okay but these are things like when I when you say to me what makes me feel good, like whenever I'm a bit flat, Charles, my partner, will say, go and do a live because your ladies will make you feel better. So this is number four, my lady. Yeah. OK, so um, I decided I was in the wardrobe and I said, OK, everybody, get out the thing that you, you know, everyone else tries to do this. But basically, I am the originator. <laughs> it starts with me. Um, OK, get something and you don't know if you want to keep it bin it, give it to a friend, do a swap party, whatever. So these were like thousands of women were on these lives and we got the fat, most amazing women. And then we did edited um, ones on them, but there was one woman and lots of them. And I kept saying to them, put the camera on something so that I can see you. Cause a lot of them would be like, hi, you know, like this, sorry, I'm going right up to Emma Singh and showing her my boob. But this one magnificent woman, magnificent everything. She started off and she went, Hi, Trini. And I just looked and I saw this kind of, I thought, what is that? I could hear her voice. But basically, she had her phone just under her boobs and she was talking to me. But her breasts were probably size 50J. Okay. She was, and I said, Jill, you are led by those breasts. Let me see you. Lift the camera up. Lift the camera up. Lift the camera up. Lift the camera up. Okay. That's where you need to make your Zoom calls from. (laughs) You know, she was... As many women with very big breasts, they have this incredible sense of humor. Okay, they really do. Women with big breasts have the best humor. And um, and we had the, you know, I just got off that live, Emma, and I just felt full of this energy. Mm-hmm. Women were just sharing themselves around the world with other women. And it was just, the, you could feel the energy, you know, feel the energy in the Yeah. So that's number four. I've just had a funny idea about if I'd woken up from my breast reduction and suddenly discovered I had lost my humour. Oh, my God. Yes. The breast reduction. Can you even imagine? When did you have it done? Uh, Last July. Not this year. The 2019. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, you know, I know so many women through the years and I um, 
it's a very difficult thing to say to them, you should consider it. But, you know, I remember one on a what not to wear and she had to jog in a wetsuit because her boots literally hit her face. And and she was in excruciate. She was actually something quite small, like 38, but she was a K, Mm. but K didn't exist. Um, And just, you know, and, and it was really, I had said, I really want to be able to say I think she should have a breast reduction and the and I remember the crew said you can't give that advice and I was like but it's it's it is killing her life and I so I just think it's great you did it and talked about it and shared it you know it's really one of those things you just didn't I personally didn't realize what I was hiding not hiding behind but I didn't realize what was in my way is probably a better way of describing it yeah uh-huh. and so much also back and just you know everything health yeah mental health physical health yeah, and I saw myself in a new way for the first time. And actually, it was when you came on the podcast in December. Yeah. We had a conversation and that led to a lot of the stuff that I then created in January about being open about it. Because you said, you know, I told you that I had tackled my um, unhealthy relationship with food. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't have been able to address that if I hadn't seen myself in a new way. Yeah, it gave you the breathing space to have the distance yeah now I'm going to ask you about something you said earlier you talked about listeners before we got on the call I referred to lockdown as the great pause and Trini said oh no I think it's the great accelerator what did you mean by that specifically because it's very personal to me Emma because it's accelerated my thoughts a lot and I think it's made me aware of many things it's made me aware that I need other people to be my best in order to be my best so when I don't have my team with me you know the biggest learning curve for me was not being in the room with them because I'd like walk in the office and there'd be like 50 people six people in the office and I'd like go from one desk to the next and just pick up that energy and give them that energy back and you know I know I have that strength but I also then got lots of things done so for me um I then didn't focus on deep down things that were big projects because I was spending all my time with this kind of like, you know, just like doing some lives and doing a little bit on new product, a little bit on this like that. Okay. So what lockdown did is I had, you know, everyone then had their morning meeting that they, you know, I have a management morning meeting, but everyone's had, we have a, a very strong structure and that's made anyone who might want to think I'll lie in the park, not lie in the park, because they kind of got to get a lot done. And and they've worked incredibly well from home. And I really get this feeling of, you know, Trini, I can put a wash on and then sit down for my morning meeting, and then go and take it out before it smells by the end of the day. And, you know, it's just it. I'm not stressed, you know, and I really get this. I think we have to question in a very big way what's going to happen really long term. Um, but it made me have to focus on a very big project I'm doing for um, next September. And and if I had been working in the office, I wouldn't be as far down the road as I am in this project. Mm. And and it's really given me that focus time. And I'm I'm incredibly excited. And also, I've had to, when I was working in the office, I had to make decisions incredibly quickly because there were so many people asking me for decisions. And, you know, usually my instinctive first choice is the right choice. There are times when I say, blah, 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 but it's because I've got so many other thoughts in my head that maybe I then wanted to go back. And because I've had to go back and then change it, it's reverberated through the company for other people. And that makes it harder for them. 
So it's disciplined me working from home. It's made me be able to delve into really big projects, which otherwise I wouldn't have given enough time to for them to be the best they can be. And I know now they will be beyond the best they can be. And that, so that in that way, as a business and me personally, so me personally, I feel I've accelerated to understand what I should focus my time on and what I should let other people get on with. Because there aren't enough of, you know, there aren't enough hours in the day for me to be anal about every single point of this business. I can't do that anymore. I'm not a startup. I'm in a growth phase. If we were 10 people around a table, I could, but we're not. We're 100. It's mm. too big to do that now. So understanding what I should delegate, which won't be maybe going exactly the way I want it to go, but it was not important enough for me to be concerned about because the bigger things are really important. Mm. Been a learning curve, been an acceleration. Yeah. So it has been an acceleration for me. Yeah. Quite profound as well. I think it's like you said as well. Um, I mentioned listeners that um, you remember Julia Samuel came on the podcast and we talked about adapting to change. And I said I was seeing lockdown as an opportunity. And that's exactly what you said as well. Like, yeah. I can't do anything. Actually, the confines of not being able to leave my house. Well, that's that simplifies a lot of stuff for me. Because that takes a lot of thinking off my hands. Yeah. It does. Stay in and use your time. Um, do we have a fifth feel-good habit? A fifth feel-good habit. I'll tell you what, it's a new one. Good. And it's really good. And I think <laughs> it is um, Katie Brindle, who has Hey You, you mm -hmm. know, those heart-shaped things. So um, I love her. She has tremendously good energy, this woman. She has tremendously good energy. And so I said to her, I want you to think of things that we can do that are really going to benefit the women out there. So she was in Ibiza and I was here and she said, you know, be in your bra and pants, Trini, get ready. So I said, okay. So I got on my bra and pants and she said, all right, we're going to do laughter therapy. So what we're going to do for a minute, we're going to laugh. Okay. And I want you now, Emma, and I want all the audience there to do this with us. Okay. Because it's incredibly powerful. And, you know, just tell anyone, because when I first did this, I'm up on a three-story three house, but my my partner and his daughter and and um, and um, husband were working downstairs. That evening, Charles said, what, what are you doing upstairs this morning? And I said, he always thinks, he thinks I'm a kooky anyway. Okay, so what we're going to do and this is not from me, I got from Katie Brindle, is we're going to spend a minute and I'm going to time it on my watch, Emma, because okay. it's really like, I don't want you to edit this out because I want women to really do this, okay, with us. All right. I love really it. Okay. And, and just think, and, and if you're on your own, it doesn't matter, but just look at, you can't look at the screen, but listen to our voices. I'm going to get the stopwatch out. Okay. <clears throat> okay. And when you're thinking about this laughter, just like, it's going to start, we're going to feel fake, but just laugh and just let your whole body laugh. And if you want to stand up, if you want to open your body out to laugh, do it. And we're going to do it for a minute. Are you ready? Okay. Count me down. Count me down. I'm ready. Five, four. <laughs> Everybody out there, just, just do it. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god, my belly hurts. That's better than any ab workout. So I'll tell you what this does. Yeah, please. <laughs> is that you release during this? I mean, you can you feel how much your body is slightly tingling? Totally. Okay. So those are your endorphins. It's very rare that we can feel our endorphins being released. But when you laugh like that, you feel that those are your endorphins are going, okay. You're releasing so many endorphins, it gives you 24 hours worth of immunity, building of your immune system. So it's like 24 hours of a strong immunity build moment. It's the only way I could describe it. So those endorphins just flooding you. Mm. And you know, you know any of us who have at any stage had any kind of flat times in our life, you know, or women who took up running because they felt a bit low. Mm -hmm. That is all about releasing those endorphins. So Katie does it every morning on her Katie Brindled Instagram, but I started doing it. So I do, I, you know, by yourself, it's slightly different. So what I do, I mean, this sounds really weird, but just to make sure I do it for the round time is I play my film with her on Trini Woodall on my Instagram. So I've got somebody else to laugh with, even though I'm laughing with myself. <laughs> Um, but it just keeps you going. Or do a stopwatch, just do it. And halfway through, you might think, oh, point is, but just who's going to care? And how good is it going to make you feel? It does. It makes you feel really like it radiates from your core. Like I feel I can, the only way I can describe it, you said tingling, which is spot on. Yeah. But it makes you feel bright from your middle. Yeah, bright. That's what so I'm if you're, feeling. If you're having a flat day, and it might be the last thing even to give yourself a smile, you might have to prop up the mouth with your teeth. <laughs> But just do it. Just try it, and um, and uh, you'll. You, there's, it's brilliant. So that those are my five. Emma. Well, I have to be honest. One of my feel good habits is just any any interaction with you, my friend. You are always <laughs> so brilliant and so delightful. It's always such a joy. And I will say this: after that podcast we did together that went live at the beginning of the year, I had so many people say how valuable they found that conversation. So thank you. I haven't properly said it to you. Thank you because you were so vulnerable and you actually asked me a lot of questions in that that ended up being helpful to quite a few people listening. So that's yeah. teamwork. That's teamwork. That's teamwork. It should always be teamwork. I think it's horrible to just be the person answering the questions because your voice is a great voice to listen to. <laughs> well, we will have to plan a live or a coffee or something when we can all see yeah. each other again and it's all good. But that would be lovely. This has been dreamy and I really appreciate your time because I know that you're super busy in your growth phase and in your acceleration mode. So I'm very, very grateful. And I'm very, very excited about BFF Distra. I know. What shade do you wear in our, any of our things? What do you wear? In, do you wear BFF? I wear BFF. I think you wear light or light medium. Light medium, I think. And then, so do you remember what foundation we sent you? Now, was I Twintron? And I then you were. I, yeah, was it too? I think you gave me another one. And then in the BFFI, I was Reader, R-E-D-A. -E I, I know. I'm going to send you Lucy and Binky. Oh, thank you. I and I Lucy, Lucy's our head of, of social media. And Binky is Cheryl, who's our customer service lady. All, all the things are named after people, but I just want people to know who they all are because they're, all, you know, it's like every time I pick up a product, I think <clears> of a person and I think that, you know, it's just, it's acknowledgement of those people. And everyone has, not everyone will have a binky in their life, but they'll have 
you know different people in their life well the other thing is that I when you were talking about lockdown I've been so much more playful with fashion and my hair and my makeup in lockdown because I've had a bit more time in the morning to actually go do you know what today I am going to do a banging red lip or I am going to go for a really dramatic eye so actually what I'll do when the BFF de-stress comes along is I'll do an IGTV because you very kindly last time I saw you gave me uh, strength and some new colors so yeah. I can do a, a bit of a play do a whole look okay. I'll give you, I didn't give you courage and all those colors, which are, are so beautiful. I'm going to give you those. Should we say our goodbyes? And let's, say, let's say our goodbyes. Let's Trini, say our goodbyes. I will put the links to Trini London, to Match to Me, to the link that you can find out about the video consultations, the links to where you can find the products that we've mentioned and the links to Subtle Energy Spray and Katie Brindle. Um, but thank you so much for your time. It's been a dream. Darling, thank you for having me on. Mwah. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.